TopplessRobot.com presents... Dude, Luke, the printer's still busted, man. What the fuck? How's it going, everybody? Welcome to episode 62 of the <laughs> Topless Robot Podcast. My name is Ryan. I'm Tyler, and I'm back, bitches! My name is Big Bad Brooks, and fucking up motherfuckers is what I do. Okay, goddamn, someone is ready to fucking chew bubblegum. <laughs> My name is Dan, and I hate greedy litigants. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes. So, um... <laughs> A lot has happened this week. It's been a good week. There's it's, a lot of things It's been a, a decent week. Um, I need to start with one specific thing. Let's do there, it. There are, are the, two the really biggest. huge things that, that are mm-hmm. uh, fresh, on my, fresh on my mind, but oh, I've yeah. got to start with Stadia. Oh, I thought, it was, I thought it was Baby and Yoda, but Stadia is important <laughs> Look, too, I guess. Mandalorian is fucking awesome. <laughs> and there's no avoid Baby Yoda. But Stadia, Stadia uh, launched on Tuesday, and there are a number of ways in which that launch was a shit show. Um, the it was definitely fueled by uh, people overreacting to things and and stuff like that. Uh, and I actually recorded a video last night that uh, I'll probably put up uh, sometime this week. Oh hell yeah! Um, yes. But the so I pre-ordered on day one. Uh, June 6th is when pre-orders opened. I pre-ordered at noon on uh, June 6th. And um, so the service launched at 10 a.m. our time on Tuesday. And uh, I was watching the subreddit and had joined the Discord and was just kind of, you know, just to see what the community was buzzing about and uh, sort of read up. Uh, they had done an AMA in the Reddit, uh, uh, you know, the subreddit and shit like that. So I was just kind of reading up and, and getting myself psyched for launch. And I hadn't even thought about it up to that point, honestly, like until this week. And so, like I saw it posted somewhere, Stadio releases this week. I wasn't even thinking about it. But I'll tell you what, the day before launch, all of a sudden I got super into it and I was fucking stoked. <laughs> um, well, so people start uh, posting that they've like, I'm expecting, okay, 10 o'clock in the morning release date. Mm. Uh, the expectation that they set is if your uh, hardware has been shipped, you will receive a code uh, in your email once your hardware has been shipped. And that you can use that code in order to uh, sign in and uh, reserve your name. So part of the benefits of uh, pre-ordering the Founders Edition specifically is you get a unique username. Uh, otherwise, they appear to be handling usernames similarly to, to the way Discord does, where many people can have the same username or this, uh, the way Battle.net does. It's like a code, uh, but you can right. rename oh, okay. yourself. Many, yeah. people, many people can uh, have the same username, but there's a number after it. Oh, okay. Uh, so like in Discord, you know, I'm the dragon uh, 0001 because I pay for Discord Nitro and they let in Discord when you pay for it, they let you set your number to whatever you want. Mm. So, um, unless another Nitro user already has it and then you can't take that one? 
I expect that's probably the case. Non-nitro users, I'm assuming. Yeah, I'm not. I imagine so. I'm not really sure. Fully. Not like I've ever run into it or uh, anything like that. He's the one so, dragon, the one dragon to rule them all. The bourgeoisie will fall. <laughs> <laughs> so um, with the founder edition, uh, you reserve your username and no one else can have it. And uh, so Does it also I, give you the opportunity to sixty <laughs> also give you the opportunity to send like like taunting messages to people who try to sign up for that. Like, no. Dude, that'd be hilarious. Wait, that would be hilarious. Nerd. I already got that one. <laughs> um, so for a lot of people, it was uh, they were buying into securing their username. And uh, the real Donald Trump. <laughs> <laughs> he, he needs to reach the youth. So um, I had uh, done. Uh, basically, I'm, I'm watching the subreddit. Yeah. 10 o'clock in the morning rolls around. I don't have an email with a code. I've, my hardware has been shipped, but I don't have uh, a code. So I'm like, what's going on? And I start digging through the subreddit and other people are saying kind of the same thing. And an hour passes and people start posting more shit posty, you know, stuff about, oh, fuck Stadia. They said this and this and this and this because expectations weren't properly set for the way that they were going to launch this. Yeah. They did a staggered release of codes that would have been fine. First off, if they had communicated it. But secondly, if it had actually gone according to plan, because we started seeing us day one orders started seeing people who ordered in September saying, Hey, got my code. And we're like, Ooh, that's whack. Excuse me. Yeah. Fuck that. So, um, uh, in the discord, they start, it took them too long to acknowledge it. Uh, around two o'clock in the afternoon, uh, they posted, hey, you know, we noticed that there's this problem going on. Uh, please bear with us. It's going to take uh, some time to figure out, you know, what's going on. At this point, I still don't have my code. So that's four hours where after yeah, their after launch day time. One. Where, <laughs> yeah. on day one, where I ordered day one. Ugh. So um, they, uh, I mean, people are contacting Google support. And of course, those with the loudest voices end up kind of fueling the fire in, uh, you know, uh, instead of waiting for official word from any of these official channels, because obviously it's not something that's only impacting these people, it's impacting the whole community. Uh, so the most reliable information is going to be coming from the Stadia Twitter or on the Discord through these official channels. Contacting Google support isn't going to fucking help. No, you. They don't Google's, care. Google, they don't yeah. know. Google support I work with Google on a daily basis. It's a fucking oxymoron. Yeah. It emphasis on moron. I'm not even <laughs> kidding. The I'm on call with Google support once a week at least. No one has any they outsource it. Unfortunately, like oh, yeah, they outsource it to India. Like I I'm not trying to put that out with like it's not racist at all. I'm not saying that. Yeah, yeah. But they have no fucking clue what's going on. Right. It's, because they're not part of the official no. chain or anything like that. They're an outsourced call center. And so the um uh people are contacting support and support is saying it will take three days to three weeks to fix. Yeah, they're giving you a script response. And yep. people you know, obviously the community is going insane, going oh, yeah. three weeks, three weeks. 
And I, at this point, I have to chime in. I'm like, look, that's called setting expectations. They know that if they say three days and it takes four, outrage, absolute outrage. Yep. If you overestimate... You're, you know, you're setting expectations Fuck. in order be, to manage your rage. It will be three hours to the rest of your life. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, that sounds pretty reasonable. Yeah, right. <laughs> That's a window, I it guess. It will happen in the future. <laughs> it reminds me of when Brent and I, when we were kids, we used to, we used to crank call Nintendo. <laughs> like, the stupidest fucking shit. And now I am being punished for that. <laughs> find the power button on our Nintendo our, our, uh, our fucking uh, Game Boy Advance you know like dumb shit like that like, can I talk to my dad he's, he works at Nintendo yeah, my friend's uh, yeah, uncle my works friend, there yeah. <laughs> yeah. do, you, do you guys sell cigarettes I'm looking for my dad <laughs> he told me that Smash 2 is gonna have Pikachu but it's also a robot <laughs> so um <laughs> Uh, a few hours later, they do a follow-up and they say, we have noticed that uh, a problem in the automated system occurred where some people were being sent codes out of order. Uh, we've, fi- we've fixed that problem and uh, it is now going to uh, continue sending out codes in the order uh, that your order was received. So if they had set expectations for a staggered launch in the first place, I don't think anyone would have been upset yeah, you know, if if they were like, look, in order to manage the load on our hardware, we're going to have to do these in batches. And if they were transparent about that process, it would have done a lot to prevent a lot of the outrage that was going on. Um, billion dollar company being transparent, <laughs> fool. <laughs> so possible. <laughs> the uh, by the next day. I think it was the next day. So I got my code around four o'clock in the afternoon. By the next day, they said that they had gotten through all of the day one orders. So only the people who ordered on day one had received their codes. But what sucks is they're, they've done nothing to fix the issue of like people who did get to kind of cut in line, people who ordered in July and September who got their codes before other people who ordered on day one which led to some people not being able to get their usernames because they were snagged up either vindictively or by chance by someone later on down the line. So there's no real fixing that, which kind of sucks for those people. That, yeah. that, that's some bull. Especially when you specifically Paid pre-ordered good money very right. early on. to be that first person to get that. Yeah. That's what you wanted to do. Like That's messed up. So yeah. meanwhile, while this whole shit show is going on, the official Stadia uh, Twitter misspoke in response to someone. So Stadia has a pro subscription and that pro subscription operates very similarly to PlayStation plus mm-hmm. you spend 10 bucks a month. Each month you're going to get a pro game for free yeah, and you get access to pro discounts. So pro, uh, the way that pro also gives you, it's the only way that you can do 4k 60 frames per second HDR streaming. Yeah. Otherwise, it's all 1080p. So on the eventual free plan, which they're launching in uh, February, uh, everything is going to be 1080p. Um, but with the pro plan, you get, you know, all these bonuses and stuff. Mm-hmm. So as a, it, similarly to PlayStation Plus, when that pro plan lapses, 
you no longer have access to the games you got for free during that that pro period yeah. uh, while you were on pro. Uh, but if you claimed them when they got up, if you re-up your pro plan, you regain access to all the previous games that you had claimed when you previously had a pro plan. Okay. It operates exactly the same way PlayStation Plus does. Right. Um, we need a big flow chart right here. Yeah, right. <laughs> so, uh, if, the, if then, if then, if. Yeah. <laughs> if you have a pro plan subscription, but are over the age of 21 <laughs> and are allergic to peanuts... So a Charlie meme. <laughs> someone, someone in Italy asked about you know how that would work. Uh, you know, hey, will I gain access to, or will I lose access to games that I got you know for free uh, during my pro subscription, whatever? Yeah. And an Italian Google representative uh, responded on the official Google Stadia: um, any games that you got for free or at a discount will no longer be available to you if you let your pro subscription lapse. And that's not Ooh, true. So everyone lost their minds again because we're still dealing with the code problem. And then this comes out. And then on top of all of that, uh, the review embargo was let up on release day. So we start seeing shit like the now infamous Washington Post review where there's a dude uh, playing Destiny 2 in the office, in the Washington Post offices, and he hits space and no shit, a second passes and then his character jumps. Yep. And so he's sitting there like with the shit eating, you know, like "Ah," just going think, think, and it takes forever suggesting that the input lag is completely unworkable never mind that he's on a fucking corporate office network and it's probably suffering because of that you should never test network-based things in a corporate environment (laughs) um but i want to noompa loompa now (laughs) (laughs) so uh then it gets revealed that destiny 2 is not running 4K60. It's being rendered at 1080p and upscaling to 4K at 30. I think 30. It might be 60. Uh, And Red Dead Redemption 2 is 1440p and being upscaled. And they're doing side-by-side, you know, comparisons between uh, Xbox One X and Stadia for Red Dead, and the Stadia version looks clearly deficient. So it's like... All of these things are dropping on day one. Everyone's like, Stadia's over. Like, someone took the Stadia logo, which is like a swish thing, flipped it upside down, drew it, uh, and colored it brown, and put some stink lines above it. Of like, course. Stadia's new logo. <laughs> wow, um, so clever. Meanwhile, Oop, joke. I get my <laughs> hardware on launch day. I get my code at around 4 o'clock. And uh, it's been really fucking good. <laughs> Like, it's been working extremely well. Uh, my Chromecast out here is wired. And uh, uh, so it's ideal, you know, uh, environment out here. And uh, uh, I'm looking at my network usage. It's not going higher than like 55 megabits a second, somewhere around okay. there. And uh, this, it's gorgeous. I've been playing like gorgeous. all day yesterday. I played Rage 2, like nonstop. And it have experience no slowdown occasionally i've run into like some 
uh, you know, dips or things like that here or there. But overall, my experience has been pretty great. Uh, even on the wireless Chromecast in my bedroom, uh, I have uh, been able to play Destiny 2 just fine uh, with the slowdowns that I would expect from being wireless. Yeah. Um, and I think overall the problem is that Google treated this as a product launch and said that it was the official launch of Stadia and they're not. treating it like a beta launch. They're, like the way it's actually executing is like a beta Mm. Um, seems yeah, dumb. that's because public betas are indistinguishable from actual releases these days. Also, yeah. Google doesn't know how to launch Whoa. a goddamn service or product. They right. really don't. Everything that they have ever launched is minus even Gmail. Even Gmail had issues right when it started. I mean, Gmail was in beta for ten years. Yeah. Gmail was flagged as beta for much of its life. But it's it. They don't. They put it out and see if there's if it's gonna make money. If it starts to make money, then they'll start they'll start improving it and making it better. If it doesn't make money right away, then they just kill it, which is something that I've been saying from the beginning. Yeah. Are you guys talking about Gamel? Yes. <laughs> so I think that if they had said, "Look, you're buying into an early beta." Uh, and uh, set expectations for a staggered launch, uh, staggered code release, and things like that. Uh, then they would, uh, they just needed to set expectations better. Sure. Um, because we learned, you know, after the fact that we were not going to get any of the features that they announced early on, um, and uh, that you know eventually those features would come. But I think that's where Stadia is ultimately going to come out on top. Is it's not hardware that we have to buy. Yeah. That controller doesn't mean a fucking thing. Like, that controller doesn't matter. I could use this controller. I could use no controller at all. Uh, it's a service. So that means that they can iterate on it and they can upgrade it over time, and we won't even notice. Like, until we'll just sign in one day and be like, oh, cool, where did that come from? Look, it's a new when color. When did that happen? See, yeah. I didn't realize that there was going to be a free service. That was something that, like, I was just... I, that's the thing that held me back from really being excited about it at all. I thought it was always going to be paid, whatever you pay per month for the pro thing. Um, like, having to pay for pro and then also having to pay for the games themselves... It's kind of a little bit of, of a weird sure. idea, but like having the free service, I, I did not know that. That makes it a little bit more palatable. I, I, yeah. I, 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 would, I could see myself jumping on board when that free service comes in. It, I don't, yeah, it, I mean, it eliminates a certain barrier of entry to get into playing some games, and mm-hmm, maybe, mm-hmm. You're, maybe this is going to open yeah. up mar- a new market. Well, for example, Red Dead Redemption 2 is a one, over 100 gig install on PC. Fuck that. I, I don't have that space because I produce all this shit i just filled up an eight terabyte hard drive with topless robot content over the past year like i i don't have space you know for a 100 plus gig game right now you mean you made it of hard drives mark this in time when 100 gigs is absolutely (laughs) nothing you know yeah i bought this 100 gig flash drive at the gas station (laughs) (laughs) it was 14 dollars so my um, favorite Christmas that's Mars movie dollars. is Christmas Story. Thank don't, you, Bulldog. Don't, <laughs> don't, don't, 
Uh, Tyler was reacting to chat, which we don't do during the podcast proper because this I is supposed to, to go out in audio channels as I'm well. Sorry. Just wait for the after show. Yeah, yeah, just we, wait for the after show so we, we can ignore you on our own time. We we address chat in the after show. I, and, I felt like saying it. I felt like saying. And it. no, we will not react to your music. <laughs> wow. All right, that's not what this is for. Cool. Yeah, no, it's Stadia. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I thought Stadia was like that artificial sweetener, that yogurt that makes you poop. <laughs> but I do think that uh, uh, that's Stevena. Uh -huh. But you are right. I think it has a lot of like future sustainability potential. Yeah. It's going to be a Instead lot. Instead of having to buy another console every you know ten years or or whatever, uh, like, and never mind that. If developers start developing for Stadia specifically, they can achieve incredible graphics because that means that everyone's working on the same goddamn server farm. Someone fired up football manager and it, 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 there's some setting in one of the menus that says like your hardware specs. And it's like number of processors, 127. Jesus. Yeah. It's a managing some football. I'm going to tell you what <laughs> I just, I do wonder again. And like, this oh, has been my football. worry from wrong the, kind of football from the beginning is that, like, again, I work with Google all the time and they do this shit where they release these really, uh, hi cat. They release these really cool <laughs> ideas and they do this stuff half ass and then they give up immediately because it doesn't go as well as they were expecting and they force all this stuff on people that they don't, that people don't necessarily want or it wasn't really well thought out because they're thinking purely from product or from hardware, software, whatever it is. And then they just, it doesn't quite hit the way they were expecting. It doesn't make them a lot of money. And then like a year down the line, two years down the line, we look at Google Plus. We look at half the shit that they in, in, introduce in their search engine. And it just dies because they have infinite money and they can make these playgrounds and then also not care if those playgrounds fail. They have already stated several times, which they haven't with any of their other product we are in this for the long haul. We cannot back out. They did say Google Plus was going to be the new Facebook and it was going to take over everything in social right. media. That's not committing to it. That's saying we expect it to perform this way. They have committed to this. In, to the point of they have built game studios in Google who have been working on Stadia-specific games for, for uh, the past over a year, I think, at this point. Okay. So that's that's investment. That is investment. If it's like just kind of, you know, like Google Plus, they didn't put a lot of love and affection to really. It was boring and unexciting. <laughs> yeah, like they didn't they didn't really push on that. And then and never mind that. Here you have a lot of people who have bought into it from the from sure. the start. And it, so and then on top of that, in order to carry those games, I'm willing to bet that there are some contracts involved in that in order mm -hmm. in as far as sustainability is concerned. Like they have to, I'm sure there have to be contracts written Who's up got? that are like, we have to keep this service available and these things available to people for X number of years before we can sunset any game on a platform or, or anything like that. It's okay. not uncommon. I mean, yeah, it's it's a different type of thing than they've gone that into and backed out of in the past. That is very true. Okay. So I, I think it's... With the free service, again, it makes it a little bit more palatable overall. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I just, I do, I'm, I, I will watch its career with great interest. Yeah. <laughs> well, what's I a think Google? this is the way to go, man. Like, I this do is, like the idea. 
Yeah. And what's going to hold it back is a lot of people are not going to be able to make use of it. Even though at 1080p, it's not going to take up a ton of bandwidth. The infrastructure, the internet infrastructure in the United States is a fucking abysmal. Garbage. So um, that's why I, again, <laughs> I, I'm not interested but I do if wonder. I had, you could actually probably pull off 1080p on on your connection. It's, Perhaps the concept for me is pretty interesting. Uh, it just uh, well, I have a lot of catching up to do, as we all know. I am the the old, old game person here, <laughs> not because of choice, <laughs> but uh, well, I'll get I'll get around to screwing around with it. I mean, you, you know, we'll, I'm sure we'll probably do some fun videos or yeah, things like that. We can, well, what uh, sucks is excited. we can't capture the Chromecast. So I even bought a 4K capture card so I could capture 4K, you know, from uh, the Chromecast because I wanted to be able to give a side-by-side comparison of the way things are running in 4K on the Chromecast versus in browser and and things like that. Uh, But uh, Chromecast doesn't have any HDCP controls, uh, so it just blocks outright. When you plug into a capture device, it's a black screen. There's no way to turn it off. Like in order to capture the PlayStation 4 and the Xbox, I have to go into the settings and turn off HDCP. Gotcha. And then when you do that, they don't let you open any media applications because that's the whole reason HDCP exists. So maybe they'll fix that. I hope so. I've already sent feedback uh, with regard to it, uh, though they are saying that capturing and streaming uh, will happen on the platform independent of anything. Oh, so, so they don't want you. Already, to- you can take screenshots and you can take 30 second video captures, similarly to how you can on like the Nintendo Switch and stuff like that. But right now, there's no way to share that. It goes into the Stadia app and you can look at it in the Stadia app. That's but there's no exporting from the that's stadium. Be yeah. <laughs> to, there's to, no way that they don't fix to come it. in the future. <laughs> <laughs> that's such a useless function right now, but Pretend. it's got to be something that they fix Absolute, down the line. Yeah, oh, yeah. People don't watch other people play video games. Yeah, that's nobody thing. cares about that. Yeah, but the way that uh, they were talking about, like, because they're pushing this for streamers. Oh, really? If they're pushing um, it for streamers, it. So, shouldn't they be, you know, letting them shut up? so don't let them hear you brooks (laughs) um they're talking about uh, like a seamless connection to youtube uh with stadia so so that means straight into youtube live that'd be interesting yeah it, it basically you know like it would essentially the capture point would happen on google's end as opposed to on your end uh so we'll see how that all pans out i know that they they see the popularity of gaming videos and shit like that and they're they're probably intending on uh developing a lot of features for yeah you can't ignore that that shit dude you can't ignore that shit because that's gonna make them a lot of money and advertisement (laughs) it's free advertising and one of the big selling points was being able to stream it and have the ability for the people watching you to just jump in and join you in game just by clicking a button on your stream I could see that being super annoying. <laughs> well, I'm sure it, you can disable you've got to be able to it, like have fine privacy controls and shit like that. On yeah, because there's no way. I mean, can you imagine someone with like just ten thousand viewers or some shit yeah. like streaming something and just having that button be there? They would just snipe constantly. That's all yeah. it would be all the time. And I know that's against the rules. I personally find stream sniping hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> You know, Dad, 
you should just believe in the power of goodness to the people on the internet. <laughs> no. Because the no. good people on the him? internet will never do anything wrong. Never. <laughs> when do I ever believe in the good in anything? <laughs> you believe no. in the good in death? <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, yeah, I plan on doing a lot of Stadia coverage in uh, in the future uh, because it's going to be really interesting watching it grow and I, watching it develop. I'm very curious uh, to see how well... Uh, Google handles this in the same way that I was curious back when Microsoft decided to get into the console game mm-hmm, right. market with the X, the first Xbox. So, well, and now Amazon has announced that they're going to be developing something similar to Google mm-hmm. Stadia to function on their server farm. It's called Amazon Wadia, <laughs> <laughs> or Stadia spelled backwards. <laughs> Dates. Yeah. <laughs> the Amazon Gamester. <laughs> this is gonna be something stupid like that. I bet. You know, uh, I gotta say, in a, in a in a sea of uh, hatred and anger, you're the beacon of good here with the your your reaction to the Stadia launch. Everyone is so pissed right oh, now. Oh yeah, I have not seen a good review at all. IGN, Polygon, like everyone's. I've seen pissed. plenty of people uh, saying, um, "Is it ready for prime time right now?" No. Is it the future of gaming? Yes. I've always thought that you know we'd see it end up going that way. I'd It'll go right there in the the annals of video game history, alongside right such, in those annals, such uh, uh, me- memorable and legendary consoles like the Sega Dreamcast and the Atari Jaguar. Yeah, <laughs> I mean we're al- we're already at a point where just about every game that you own is licensed. Right, you don't yeah. own it anyway. Yep. So they can be revoked from you at any time. So what's the difference if you have yeah. the hardware at your house or if it's in another building? Yep. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and and uh, you know, uh, have you considered the possibility that maybe a lot of these negative reviews were paid for? Not really. Mm-hmm. I I'm not someone who falls for uh, the idea that everyone's Listen, a man, paid big shill. Game is out there, okay? <laughs> I think that the idea of paid shills is fucking stupid, and any time that it has been proven to occur. It's been monumentally obvious and and dumb. So I don't think that it's possible for them to have paid shills who are not obvious. Oh, maybe paid comment farmers. That's a potential. Maybe, but but in yeah. terms of like the big name reviewers on Polygon, but thus yeah. far they don't IGN. have like a direct yeah. competitor for their specific type of service. So right. like, you know who yeah. would, who would Plus, do it? Big game can Amazon. make money off of this. They can still sell their yeah. games. Like yeah. PlayStation, Microsoft, no, they can anyone, sell their games on. There, if so. anyone should be uh, trying to kill this, it would be uh, brick and mortar stores. It would be GameStop. Yeah, which GameStop's because uh, GameStop, GameStop, yeah, is GameStop's doomed. already suffering due to digital dis- distribution. This is going to be the final nail in the coffin. Yeah, uh, unless they successfully manage to fully pivot to collectibles, which, which I'd be I, kind of okay with having a brick and mortar okay collectible store would be kind of cool if they bring stuff in. Like I that. say yeah. tear it down. Let's be done with GameStop. Let <laughs> let it die with dignity. What no, because it has that left. means letting letting Thinky go away too. Yes, destroy them all. <laughs> Set all of those suffering and the women and children too. <laughs> <laughs> and the women stop and the <laughs> men stop too. <laughs> women stop, men stop, and then when all the game stops go away and all of those people are fired because the company doesn't exist, they can go work at their local Walmart. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> now the whole work at Hot Topic. It's right next door. <laughs> 
Yeah. Fun stuff. Um, Other big news. Half-Life. Yeah, that's yeah. where I wanted cool to go segue. to. That cool was the segue. second one that that is is huge. Half-Life, not three. Uh, Half-Life, Half-Life Alex. 1.5, right? Supposed to come in between episode one and two. Isn't that what I saw? I had heard that it was going to be a, a prequel is to the prequel? whole series. Oh, a prequel. I, I thought I read that it was in between. So but regardless. Yeah. Um, no, it, it's... It shows that Valve has gone full in on, like, all in on VR. At least they're making something. Yeah, right? I th- I found this announcement shocking. Honestly, yeah, I thought they were done with games completely. Yeah. I thought they were just going to be a publisher forever, and that was or a platform. Yeah, forever. platform. Yeah, because they, with the success of Steam, they don't need to be no, making games anymore. Making so they have money. publicly said that they won't make Half Life Three specifically because there's no way that it can live up to the hype, and the internet is brutal and ruthless, and would tear them apart no matter what they release. Yep. And also, they don't even they have don't the same writing to, team anymore. Like, right. <laughs> no. Nope, they do not. And they don't need to do that because Steam is making so much money for them. It's actually kind of a smart idea to go do an offshoot. Like, do your own yeah. new story, go in a different direction. Give, Like, I like that. That's kind of cool. The trailer was interesting. and I think it looks great. Yeah. And yeah. it's supposed to be a proper next generation AAA VR, t- full, uh, full length VR title. So maybe this is also their way of testing the waters about Half Life, you know, returning to the series, seeing too. if seeing if it's worth like, going again if, if people love it. If we got the news that it was Half Life Three, and not Half Life Alex, this not this VR thing, mm-hmm. but what people have been clamoring for forever. I don't think it'd do very well because mo. I want to say oh, there's a lot of old people like us. Uh, that have been, you know, it's the Duke Nukem Forever of uh, of Valve games. Has it has it hit the Duke Nukem Forever uh, year mark yet? Not not quite. And not the thing quite. with the Duke, Duke Nukem Forever, Forever was, was fifteen years. Yeah. Something when did like Half Life Two come out? Keep talking. Half Life <laughs> Two came out in two thousand five. Uh, or 2004. Shit, then we are at the 15 so years. 2004. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, okay, this has been 15, this has been 15 years. It's Duke Nukem in age, but the thing with Duke Nukem, it was always in production. Like was it? The rule or the the rumors were always that they were making it Duke it Nukem Hell. Forever's coming. Yeah. But it, it was in Death Hell for 10 years. But it it got scrapped several times, right? It got because they had to start rebuilt. from the ground up. It so got rebuilt many times. on new engines every time yeah, there, there it was, was a new generation. Oh, yeah. It was going to be that side-scrolling thing for a second first, and then it was going to. But be... then it ended up in Gearbox's hands because yeah. it wasn't in Gearbox's hands the whole time. No, no. And it was moved to different developers. It was rechurned, remade, new engines, but it was always in development. It was never officially canceled. Because who owns that? 3D Realms. Yeah. Is, is 3D Not Realms anymore. still a thing? Um, 3D Realms is still a thing. Um, they actually have. Uh, they actually put out a game two months ago. Oh, uh, on the old uh, build engine by okay. Ken Masters. Uh, I think I, I I haven't bought it yet, but I was playing on it. Uh, Ion Fury, previously known in development as Ion Maiden, until oh Iron yeah 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 I remember <laughs> you talking yeah, about until that Iron, <laughs> until Iron Maiden was like you can't use your name. Yeah. 
My name is Bruce Dickinson, and I can fly a jet. <laughs> I'm so cool. I put on my pants one leg at a time, but unlike you, I make cold records after I put them on. <laughs> I have a mobile game nobody plays. I don't really care about uh, Half-Life really 3 at this point anymore, but I would still fuck with uh, Team Fortress 3 or Portal 3 if those would ever come out. Yeah, yeah I would love another Portal. I don't know how I'd feel about another Team Fortress because I know that considering Team, in the same way that Team Fortress ultimately uh, influenced Overwatch, Overwatch and the changes that they have made would uh, in turn right. influence uh, Team Fortress right. 3. And I would hate that. So Team Fortress 3 would just become an Overwatch. I would hate that so fucking yeah. much. Would you, <laughs> would you like, know? <laughs> also, Bruce, if you're listening, I, I, did t- I take back what I said. I still like <laughs> I feel terrible for, for saying anything. He does live out here, doesn't he? No, no, no uh, that's Rob Halford. Rob Halford. Oh, Rob Halford, that's yeah, right. Yeah, he lives in Paradise Valley. Bruce Dickinson does not. Okay. Bruce Shit, Dickinson though, man, lives in... He's a citizen of the world. <laughs> Bruce Dickinson lives on Flight 666. Yeah. I was just constantly in the air one. getting getting refueled <laughs> by, 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 by various Iron Maiden-themed tanker planes. <laughs> they're all World War II fighter jets. <laughs> and they're all named after a different uh, album. Only when I when I touch the ground, it will be only to sing, <laughs> or defense, or defense, or defense. But um, yeah, man, I would still I would still play the Portal Two multiplayer with anybody if I hadn't already made everyone play it. Dude, I'll play Portal Two. I've never played it. Portal Two. I've, I've never played it. Never played the, you have to. Uh, never, you have to have never done it. Portal That's two, the but thing. Because I like to with fuck people. with people. <laughs> I've never played Portal. So you never played the multiplayer. Portal never played 2. multiplayer. I played single player all the way through. But there you go. I played multiplayer. I had every achievement in Portal 2 within 24 hours yeah, of so its good. release. It was fucking awesome. Never and the Portal. ARG that they did leading up to it was yeah. fucking great where they hid potatoes around and shit like that and uh, uh, in other games. So like you had to play Bit Trip Beat and they gave it did like two uh, special uh, levels uh, for the whole ARG. It was so good. It was so much fun. Yep. I miss and it. And so radio into Portal 1 that you had to pick up and carry around with you until you got a good radio signal and they'd have like Morse code or something that you could decode into an image. Oh, oh my god, it was the best ARG. It was so much fun. I've never played Portal. I, missed, I miss it when missing radios... Out, missing out. You never played yeah. any Portal? No. no. It is. I said it actually great. five times. You guys were geeking out. <laughs> I heard you. Sorry, I no, looked I, at my, you. I'm, I'm having nostalgia right now and I need to go back I and know, play that, Portal 1 and 2 right like, now. So. I've never played Portal. Uh, it is uh, one of the better games ever ever released. Perfect I've, length, great writing. I've seen Zeke play a little bit of one of them. I do not remember. Portal 2 was the superior Portal. It was yeah, probably but Portal 1 is so good still. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. I loved Portal 1. I, I, I remember I remember hearing all the all the, the you know the, the cake is a lie and blah 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 uh, back yeah, in the yeah. day, but uh, this yeah. was a triumph. Oh, I just got yeah. indigestion. <laughs> Because the live memes were bad when they started. Yeah. <laughs> yes, the, they were. Um, the ending song of Portal 1 is superior to the ending song of Portal 2. Still alive, right? Yeah, still alive is better than Want You Gone. Which, which is actually interesting because... I'm taking notes here. I'm a huge success. fan of uh, Mirror's Edge. 
And the theme from Mirror's Edge is called Still Alive. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. But it's it's a different song. See, that's sure, I've obviously. never played through. Yeah, uh, Jonathan Colton did not write for Mirror's Edge. No. Um, <laughs> I played some of it and the the reboot that they did. I need to go back and... I, I, I need to play the reboot. I've played a little bit of the first one. I want to play it, in VR. one of those games where I picked it up, played it for a little bit. This is cool, and then got... Yeah. So I think I am of the opinion I need to get a Valve Index uh, before Half-Life Alex comes out. You should. What is Valve Index? You were going to anyway. Yeah, but it's $1,000 and (laughs) it's hard to justify dropping $1,000. What are you talking about? Uh, It's it's Valve's VR headset. Oh, okay. (laughs) And it's the one that uh, where the controllers actually strap to your hands and have full finger tracking. So each individual. That is so cool and so futuristic. It's basically like a a stick that holds in your hand, but it's got uh, a... uh, an elastic strap that holds it onto your hand, so you have the sturdy, you know, sturdy, normal stick that you're holding onto, but you can do that, and it just stays and that's it tracks cool. your individual fingers. Oh, that's really cool. That's yeah. actually super sick. That's I actually have not cool. heard too much about that. Dear Santa, <laughs> yeah, right. I told you, man. The one thing that I want, and we'll get there, is, is when you actually. <laughs> <laughs> We will get there. <laughs> we I, have the technology. I will get there. <laughs> Don't you worry. But uh, I want individual fingers on those controllers that have resistance when you're yeah. grabbing things in game. That that's going to be when I'll finally feel like we're there. You yeah. know, when you have people that, that are. We'll be in the oasis then. People are working on on that, but the technology just isn't quite. They haven't really found no, a good it, elegant way to so deal with hard. that. Yeah. It's like almost like you'd have to have like some kind of like inflatable thing where like when you grab it like kind of inflates against your hand or something. That would be so cool. Right? Like (laughs) Yeah, but imagine how weird that would look. <laughs> that weird yeah, I mean, essentially, someone who isn't who isn't yeah, just watching and these balloons like, are like popping. I mean, at a certain <laughs> point, it, you reach impracticality for home use, right? Because you, you have, have to have somewhere. pneumatics, mm-hmm. right, set up in order to to have that set up. Yeah. So you need to, have, as part of your VR headset, have an air compressor, right? So. It depends on yeah. where we go with the technology. <laughs> depends on where we it's go. It's like the I'm there. <laughs> <laughs> we have to scream over this whole time. <laughs> yeah, I like to wind down by playing video games after work. <laughs> I like that they added this backtrack to every game that sounds like my dad's garage. <laughs> <laughs> Time to play Red Dead Redemption 5. Get on the horse. (laughs) 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 Oh, man. (laughs) Oh, it's great. Oh, it's beautiful. That is amazing. Well, that was a fun fun tangent. Now, you guys ready to talk about Baby Yoda? Uh, oh. No, I'm just going to say Mandalorian's fuck, still fucking awesome. It's fantastic. Yeah. And it, it ha- they have ordered a second season. Yes. Good. Okay, cool. Fantastic. As has become oh, the norm I'll wait till that new... second season when I start my free trial. <laughs> it has made me care about Star Wars again. It's um, so good. A lot of the things that I read this week about it were talking about uh, a lot of people are with that opinion of like, this is better than any of the di- stuff that Disney did. Yep. Um, and that it feels more like Star Wars, and that's why I'm, I'm interested in it. Skeptical for a while, but um, with the episode length and uh, 
That adorable baby Yoda. <laughs> it's it's great storytelling. I, there I don't merch. want kids, as we've all talked about before. Yeah. But God, I want to just protect the shit out of this baby Yoda. Yeah, right. I want it to live. <laughs> the, 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 the memes alone are fantastic. They're so good. Like that Dragon Ball Z meme that I posted this week where and, it's just a line from it, and it was just, this is a perfect yeah. setup. Uh, no uh, spoilers in this statement, but episode three is basically... Star Wars starring John Wick. Oh. Yes. yes. John Wick is Baby Yoda. Episode three. <laughs> Return of the Wick. I'm sorry. Revenge of the, Revenge Revenge of the, Wick. Of the Wick. Revenge of the Wick. Revenge of the Wick. <laughs> that's that's uh, it's, John it's Wick three. <laughs> they have done an amazing job with this. One of the things that I came into this series like being a little worried about, and it also had me it was the reason why I, I knew I was gonna hate the new Lion King. Um is because when you don't have that facial emote ability, like the main character of the movie not being able to emote to the audience, there's a little bit of a loss of empathy. And I feel like it's really, really difficult to have a story that's driven by a character in in a movie or a TV show or what have you that doesn't have facial expressions because you can't really identify with it. And I was wondering how that was gonna go. I feel like they've done an amazing job. They've done incredible. The way everything just works perfectly. It's like just, I said last week, chapter two, the first 10 minutes of the episode, there's no dialogue. No, 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 no spoilers. I talked about it last week. You oh, already yeah, know this. Yeah, that's right. But it's it's crazy how well this, this has come across, and I, I fucking love it so yeah. much. It's so good. Everything about really it. Really wonderfully shot. And I'm also um, really happy that we're talking about it, because I watched the podcast, and I was like, fuck, I wanted to talk about all of these things <laughs> last week. Like, every single one. Like, okay, they that's haven't talked about Disney having, Plus yet. That's what you get hey, for Dan, having Thanksgiving on a podcast. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay, they've got Mandalorian. They're talking about Star Wars, but okay, they haven't talked about Disney Plus we'll, yet. We'll I think in the last 20 minutes, you guys started talking about, I'm like, no! Um, See, Tyler, I think something that would also help you deal better with these lack of facial expressions is you have to become completely lacking in empathy like me oh. so that you can ruthlessly <laughs> criticize every single thing that you see. <laughs> the um, I will learn from you, my master. You have yeah, to die I mean, more. Uh, he has uh, less emotive capabilities, uh, facial emotive capabilities than Carl Urban did in Judge Dredd. Yeah. At, at least, least Carl Urban had, had the mouth. Yeah. He could... There's no chin. The chin makes the chin. Makes the the chin. I can Here make, comes the crimson chin. I could make you cry with a chin. <laughs> it sounds oh like God, a threat. Oh, God, crimson chin. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking fairly odd parents. Butch Hartman's a piece of shit. Uh, I like the cartoon. I, I, know nothing, I know nothing about the person. He's yeah. I'm not a Butch Hartman problematic. Fan. Would Baby just, Yoda? Well, he's not. D- not I wouldn't be a say fan. he's problematic. He's just he's a fundamentalist, like a crazy fundamentalist. Uh, he tried to kickstart a platform that was uh, uh, just completely clean, and it seemed like super misguided the way that. Uh, it's one of the cringiest thing. The pitch video for it is one of the cringiest things I think I've ever seen in my entire life. Great. Yeah. Cool. He is <laughs> super fundy. And uh, I mean, realistically, I guess that's the type of person you want making content for your kids. But yeah, well, I mean, there's a right, right. There's a right person and a wrong person to do that. I mean, the gold standard being Mr. Rogers, you know? Yeah. But I just uh, don't need to see that movie. Yeah. Did you hear that Tom Hanks learned that he is related to Mr. Rogers? Yeah, like six what? cousins. 
Yeah. No. And he didn't know that before taking on the role in uh, Would You Be My Neighbor? I mean, it makes sense because Tom Hanks, Tom Hanks <laughs> yeah, right. and, and Mr. Rogers are both national treasures. Yes. They very are. wholesome. Absolutely. Very wholesome and nice people. I just, I'm so dreading the day that, like we have had so many Hollywood actors fall down into the sadness and anger. Just like newsflash. One Tom of these Hanks. days we're going to find out that Tom Hanks. <laughs> <laughs> newsflash. Tom Hanks was slightly rude to a waiter. <laughs> oh, Fuck, man. Canceled. Tom Hanks is canceled. <laughs> Newsflash, Tom Hanks forgot to say thank you after receiving a gift. <laughs> Tom, How dare you, Tom Hanks? Tom Hanks only tipped 20%. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, man. What uh, else happened this week? Well, we've covered all the important things. Uh, no, we had, there's one thing that I'm very excited Go for. Go on. Doctor Who season 12 trailer oh, yeah, dropped. I saw that. I saw that was coming. I'm very excited. I uh, still need to catch up. Like, I think I only watched the first episode uh, with uh, the new Doctor, so I... More like Doctor Oof, am I right? Yeah. (laughs) So, yeah! Yeah, brother! (laughs) I originally had planned, as you know and are disappointed by, that I was going to watch every episode last season and go through and write a review of every episode. I got two episodes in and then got depressed. Um... (laughs) Depression is real. <laughs> Depression sucks. Uh, but I, I, just a little quick run through of what my thoughts on that last season were. Jodie Whittaker's amazing as the doctor. The companions are very interesting. Chris Chibnall needs to s- s- fucking step it up and be a better writer because there was not a lot of great storylines in that series. But uh, in, in terms of actors and the, the companions and everything, it was really good. I loved the step up in production. It was a really pretty show and there were some very good episodes i'm excited to see what happens in season 12 and the stuff so, that we've seen in that trailer are interesting we're getting some um getting some uh uh cybermen back so it's cool. chris i Chibnall love the cybermen the showrunner right now mm-hmm. okay i uh as much as i have respect for you know villains of doctor who past i'm so worn out of the Daleks being like the ultimate, you know, yeah. uh, bad guy for the doctor. And like the, to me, the They're best just kinky trash cans. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> to, to me, the best villain that the doctor has had aside from the master, uh, has been the silence. The silence is so good. Um, I don't understand why people don't like that season. <laughs> like, I season love one. the, it, like, so, um, the silence. Yes. God. I love I love mind bending uh enemies, you know, like Oh that make you question your sanity and shit. Right. Like oh, you see like mm-hmm. my, okay, you're a mind flare guy. Yeah, like I love that kind of shit where like the second you're not looking at them, you immediately forget that you ever saw such them. Such a fucking cool concept. And that's such a great concept. And medics are cool. The same sort of idea as uh, with uh, the Weeping Angels, where the second you're not looking at them is when they can move. But as long as you're looking at them, they can't move. I love those kinds of, it's like, look, the second you're vulnerable, this thing is able to do its thing. And it's just like, cool, it's a you know? good horror movie villain. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's the entire basis that uh, Freddy Krueger was built off of is the whole vulnerability of being asleep. Yeah. And Frederick it, Kroger. Yeah. <laughs> Throwback. Return of the Kroger. <laughs> well, it's just like, uh, so talking about things that you forget the moment you're not looking at them. 
uh, this is it was a really cool idea in a very early SCP article when they were toying with the ideas of what like antimimetics were supposed to be about. And there is a thing that whatever it is, you can't you'll immediately forget it. That's its thing. So nobody knows what it looks like. And the entire article is about them discovering they can remember what it is if they remember what it isn't. Huh. I like Ooh, that. I like so, that. you know, like, what do you mean in SCP-17? No, you remember it's that thing that's not round. Oh, that thing. Huh. That's kind of cool. Whenever you give it qualities that it actually pertains to, you immediately forget them. I love like, even that. If, even its numerical designation, rad. they had I to like do it that. by saying what it isn't and identifying it as things that it's not. That was that the is only way. super fucking cool. Yeah, SCP's rad. SCP I love is that kind of rad. shit. Because that shit, it, it, like... All that kind of mindfuckery has its roots in, you know, Lovecraftian mythos mm-hmm. in the whole, like, it's why I love, I hate Lovecraft. I love Lovecraft's uh, mythos. Yeah, Lovecraft was a weird racist. Um, yeah, he, yeah. Oh, I found a, no. It his wasn't cat like, was named the yeah. N-word, yeah. Um, <laughs> he referred to his wife as a Jewess. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> me Jewish. Oh God. <laughs> Jesus. Podcast canceled. <laughs> but um, the concept of something that it your brain is not made in order to comprehend its existence because it's an extra dimensional being. Kind of like Stadio. <laughs> full circle, full circle, baby. Everybody, <laughs> yeah, that kind of fuckery is just so cool it's to me. Cool, it's, it's terrifying. It push it, it, anything that leans hard on the uh, uh, potential weaknesses of your own mind, where you can't do anything to, to compensate for that, it's just a weakness of your own mind by struggling to try and comprehend what you're seeing, you're making actively it worse. driving yourself insane. Yep. So, uh, so y'all excited then for the, uh, the, the, the color from space coming out? Yes. Yeah. Very much yeah. so. Yeah. Very much so. Nicholas Cage. I'll be scared. Yeah. I'll be terrified, but you know, I'm watching. Nick Cage, <laughs> who is also apparently going to be in a meta film as yes. himself. Yep. Are we going to get a being John Malkovich, but it's being Nick Cage? <laughs> yes. I would love them to Cage just remake that movie, right? and all they do is <laughs> replace so John Malkovich with Nick Cage. It's the exact same movie, but it'd be hilarious. It'd be fantastic. And you just replace John Malkovich's characteristics with Nick Cage being Nick Cage. Like, that'd be great. I want to see them do a shot-for-shot shot remake of Luke Cage with Nick Cage. <laughs> Racist. I was going to say, I'm pretty sure that's a little racist. That's some whitewashing. I am Harlem. No, Harlem every is character me. is Nick Cage. Damn. <laughs> it's not and Jessica Jones. Yeah, yeah, yeah and, and it would be called Nick Cage, not Luke Cage. That would make Danny a lot better of a character. I'm not gonna lie. Iron Fist. So um, the immortal uh, Iron Fist. Uh, I am finally all caught up on uh, Watchmen. So am I. And uh, holy shit, that's a like they're doing a very good job with that series. As much as I love Mandalorian right now, Watchmen's my favorite show that I'm watching at this moment. It is that last episode, the last two episodes. So it doesn't hold yep. a Candalorian to it, huh? Shut up. <gasps> I'm leaving. Get the fuck out. <laughs> 
Um, Everyone who has not watched Mandalore or er, Matt Watchmen, <laughs> God damn you, uh, needs to watch it because it's already done. Fucking incredible! It's so good. Yeah. And comic book fans are going to love it, too, because it brings in some things that they didn't show in the movie. <laughs> yeah, uh, it is great. I've been really, really enjoying the Jeremy Irons parts. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, yeah, just the way that they reference the uh, original material and the aftermath of shit that went down. Yeah. Is oh, fucking that flash, rad. That flashback and then the whole episode yes. that's built around Looking Glass just. Yeah. Absolutely great. Highly recommend it. Watch The Watchmen. Yes. Um, who watches The Watchmen? I've made we that do. joke like 20 times. <laughs> uh, what else we got going um, on here? Dan, what do, what, do you have anything? <laughs> I, uh, literally nothing interesting happened into or around me this entire week. So I uh, worked. That's it. Tesla announced the Cybertruck. Oh, yes. Yeah. The boxcar. The Laura Croft vehicle. Um, well, I think it's actually perfect, and it had to have been done intentionally because it's November 2019 when Blade Runner takes place in November 2019, yeah. and it looks like a fucking Blade Runner car. And he likes to shitpost? Yes, he does. Yeah. <laughs> it just looks... I, I can't wait to see what the high-res uh, version <laughs> of that car would be. It's, it's actually still buffering. buffering. Yeah. <laughs> it's, the, it's Right now it's at N64. Well, Honestly, they've, they've, they've been taking photos from really far away and the render distance is set to low. <laughs> Actually, all of the pictures have been taken from space, from SpaceX. So, and, 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 and for any part on the truck you're not focused on, there's just mist everywhere else. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, though, I don't give a fuck what it looks like. If it needs to be shaped like a goddamn triangle in order to be efficient and yeah, uh, dude, whatever, yeah, it's fucking it, do it, man. I, I would, I would drive the hell out of a car like that. I think it looks great, and the price point is insane. Only They're coming thousand, right? No, all those sexy flat forty-one thousand. Yeah. Oh shit! There's I hope, three I hope there's some optional flamethrower installments. Yeah. Right. Well, yeah, there's flamethrower, you know, you got a weed holder. <laughs> there's there's three tiers, and I don't think it gets higher than $50,000. Holy shit. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's just it has, a sculpture uh, of him actually holding it. He put it between his fingers. <laughs> <laughs> That's like, it's, like the, it's like your hula girl, but instead it's, it's a sculpture of him. <laughs> I have a hula girl in my car. <laughs> um... <laughs> they have already received uh one hundred and eighty something thousand pre-orders. Yeah, I saw that. Which was surprising based on the, the I can't wait to see masculinity stripped okay. away from trucks forever. <laughs> Regardless of what you think of the product and how it I mean it looks great. I mean the idea the specs around it are great. I you know, it doesn't look amazing, but the guy getting on stage and chucking the rock and his just massive oh, yeah. disappointment yeah. when it shatters the glass and he's just like, let's try it again. <laughs> <laughs> and it breaks again. Yeah. Well, so the guy who was throwing the rock is, is like yeah. lead engineer. Mm-hmm. And so that's why you hear Elon go, uh, because he was about to go and throw it at the back window. And Elon goes, do you think we should do it again? And he's like, yeah. <laughs> so Elon is asking him, should we do it again? He was not like just some, you know, big strong man actor on stage right. or anything like that. Some um, fucking major league baseball pitcher. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, 
And but I, I honestly got to say, Elon uh, handled that publicly very well. Uh, he didn't go, oh, shit or anything like that. He didn't freak out. He was just like, obviously, we're going to have to work on that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, correct. <laughs> yeah, that's you what you right. have to do. Right. There you go. A less um, a cool video, Howard Stark. A video, a video resurfaced afterwards. Yeah, where they were showing They were testing yeah. it, and it totally did hand, uh, handle the rock being thrown at it. So. And I think it's worth mentioning, a lot of the headlines have been like, they just said that it was bulletproof, and then they broke the windows. No, what they said was that the body is bulletproof. Not the windows. They didn't say the glass was bulletproof. Uh, the body is fucking steel. And in the dystopian future that we will soon live in, we will all need bulletproof cars to go yeah, outside. Right. Yes. Yeah, because it'll rain, it'll rain lead. Um, look, it, look, you, you, you truck owners stranding. who buy trucks to haul nothing don't need bulletproof glass. Correct. Yeah. Uh, I have my F-350, but, uh, you know, I, I work an office job. I work an office job, but, you know, I feel like getting on everyone's ass that's driving a car smaller than mine because I got a problem. <laughs> but, yeah, that, that was the thing is uh, the base level uh, comes in under uh, Ford F-150. That is oh, insane. And I, it's also uh, it's it's fully electric and everything. Yep. Right? Yeah. Oh uh, 700 mile range, I think. Future. Future. I can't wait to buy some low res truck nuts. <laughs> Just a couple <laughs> and then a fucking bumper sticker on the back that says silly humans trucks are for Martians. <laughs> um, a Facebook friend of mine uh, pre-ordered one and uh, his plan is to get the uh, uh, what's the just put Halo stuff on it. Oh, yes. the Warthog. Oh, the Warthog. Warthog. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's honestly the first thing I thought when it yeah. showed up. I was like, oh my god, it's the Halo one. We Warthog. have a Warthog. <laughs> I mean, when the uh, bed is open, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. But, and I saw a lot of footage from inside the cockpit, and it looks like super spacious. It's a six seater, plus it has the bed of the truck. The fact that we're calling a truck, <laughs> truck's interior a cockpit is kind of. And, and well, I mean, future. cars have cockpits too. It, it's, I mean, if you take the bed out and install a Goss cannon, but actually make it a t shirt cannon, and you fire it at people <laughs> on the road. That'd be sick. Oh, hell and yeah. And you replace the horn with an air horn. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that we're getting this turned up about a truck really says something about this. The Topless Robot t-shirt cannon coming soon to a truck near you. Yeah, yeah. you know, I want the Topless Robot mortar. <laughs> the Topless Robot trebuchet. And more importantly, the Topless Robot tactical nuclear weapon. <laughs> tactical nuclear t-shirt weapon. But yeah, I honestly could give a fuck less what it looks like. Uh, it looks like innovation to me. Um, it looks like progress to me. Uh, and I think that's fucking rad. Yeah. And if uh, that means it's going to look like a fucking boxy PlayStation 1 car, then so be it. Uh, you can all I don't play really Twisted Metal in the future. Yeah, right? I, I think it's it's really cool. The headlights are a bar across the front. The taillights are a bar across the back. It's all LED. Uh, and, of course, it's going to have, you know, all the creature comforts that, of a Tesla, you know, the internals of uh, Tesla, like those uh, are super comfortable to drive. They're very powerful vehicles. They play doom well on the road. They have seats <laughs> and steering wheels. And when they, oh. they said, oh, we built an ATV too. And it's it, someone 
pull, you know, pulls out in an ATV that's made of the same material. So it's the same, you know, steel uh, uh, body. And then it, he opens up the truck, the back of the truck, and pulls out a ramp to uh, dr- and drives the ATV into the back of the truck. What? You mean putting things cool. in a not truck only, that people could actually use? Not only huh? that, not only does he secure it into the back of the truck, he plugs it into the truck because it's an electric ATV and it charges off of the truck. Yes. Nice. Yes. That is cool. That's it's exciting. smart stuff. It's about goddamn time. Yeah, yeah for real. Stuff. I mean, it's definitely a, a, a product built by an engineer. Like it yeah. fixes a lot of issues that we have. It doesn't look amazing, but that's <laughs> right. what you're getting. You're getting I a product built by an engineer. I can't wait for people to write country songs See. about their fucking Tesla truck. <laughs> <laughs> Please. Plug her in. Load her out. <laughs> that's the, that's, that's the what driving's all about. But the entire music video like animated and rendered like it's a PS1 game. <laughs> what's the what's the the fucking future fucking the, the Futurama song? Uh, you can eat my wife, you can eat my truck, but you eat my flag and you're out of luck. It's waving free along <laughs> yep. <and> yep. <laughs> from Dallas to Fort Worth. I'll say it again, honk honk, don't mess with Earth. Yep. <laughs> Is that a Phenomenon song? No, it's from Futurama. Oh. <laughs> the episode where Zoidberg eats the, uh, Ameri- uh, the Earth flag. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right. Uh, yeah. But we have gotten to the end of the podcast. Oh, my God. Of the podcast. Uh, what, uh, my God. what games have you, gentlefolk, been playing? Life! <gasps> no, uh, <laughs> life plays you. I actually didn't play a single video game this week. I did. Brooks? You came at me a little too hard there. <laughs> Sorry about that. I need you to dial it down to about a one. What are you talking about? Take about, <laughs> take about uh, uh, 10, 15% off the top there. A little bit more, a little less. <laughs> Seriously, though, what, what, have, what have you guys been playing? I play lots of Pokemon. Oh, I got sure. Pokemon Sword. I've yeah. been playing a whole bunch of it. Oh, yeah. I'm very much loving it. I don't care what the internet tells me. The internet's wrong. The internet's usually wrong. <laughs> It's yeah, a very it's good game. It's very pretty. It's it's Pokemon, but I'm playing it on my big screen, and it looks like I'm playing it on my big screen. I'm like, let's go Eevee and Pikachu, which felt more like a I got a handheld game that I'm playing on the big screen. Like sure. this feels like a a console. Well, Pokemon. how much of that do you think was because they were recreating they were a game that you had already? Played? No, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's part of it, but I feel like this. It's got the cinematography of. Yeah, they definitely. Yeah, they definitely got more cinematic things, and 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 the the I I, everyone is making. I don't understand why everyone's making fun of the animations. I mean, there's some parts that are a little rough, but like, I feel like the animations look really good. The the facial expressions are fun. The care the Pokemon look amazing, and and oh man, God, the Dynamax stuff is. I know it's essentially very similar to what they've introduced in Y X Y Moon and Sun, but. uh it looks cool. It's cinema, cinema, mm-hmm. cinematic, giant fucking Pokemon. It's fun. It's fun. Yeah, I, it's I a got fun Pokemon. I got fucking smeared my first Dynamax fight, and uh, my NPC uh, teammates had to beat I the Dynamax. <laughs> I had the same issue. <laughs> my Pokemon died first. I'm like, well, good luck, guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm loving it, though. I played a whole bunch of it. 
Yeah, and I've been enjoying it as well. I've gotten. I this is the first Pokemon game that it hasn't felt like grinding to me, which is something I really like. Mm-hmm. Where like I'm enjoying walking around and finding stuff. Like I have, I have all my Pokemon too high of a level for the badge that I'm going for. Yeah, <laughs> or on the on the edge, I was like, oh, I gotta stop grinding because. <laughs> Uh, I can't use you in then the battle will, if I'm stop going responding. to. Yeah. <laughs> They're going to stop yeah. responding. And I've just, the the wild is fun and just going around and look, exploring is interesting to me again. Yeah, I've enjoyed so. what I've played of it, but there's been so much shit coming out that I have not played it since uh, the week of release. Yeah, my sacrifice has been that I haven't played Fallen Order yet. Ooh. Uh, yeah. How about Who you, are you, Well, I didn't play any video games this week because it's been a wild and crazy week. But instead of playing video games, I use my free time to learn how to play bass more. Oh, so now I can play nice. in the year twenty five twenty five. Well, you were playing video games. I, I studied, I studied the, bass. the bass. <laughs> yeah, um, I mean, apart from that, uh, I did watch Dolomite is my name for five <laughs> five times now. Damn. I've heard very good things about good it, but I've also too. heard that it's. Uh, I've heard my. I'm going to sound so shitty. Um, black friends of mine on Facebook have mm. been posting that it's not necessarily great. Mm. Um, I mean, it's kind of a black exploitation film, isn't it? Like, well, no. So Dolomite was a black exploitation yeah. film, but uh, they have problems with the way that uh, this story is being told. Mm. Um and I can't. I wish I could remember the finer details of it off the top of my head. But I, I found it particularly inspiring uh, as a as a weirdo creative type, uh, like Rudy Ray, Rudy Ray Moore. Um, and just overall, it's. Uh, I think the movie itself is is a lot of fun. It makes the original film look better <laughs> somehow because <laughs> Dolomite's pretty rough. Let me tell you. Yeah, um, I imagine. But uh, like the the movie in and of itself, though, solid, solid in my opinion. Good I've soundtrack. heard that it's a real good comeback for Eddie Murphy. Yes, yeah, oh, I totally I, forgot Eddie Murphy. I, I read, I was reading an interview with with him about uh, him kind of you know chilling out for a while because he was turning into an asshole. His words, sure. Um, and uh, this was a nice like this is a nice comeback for him because it was like I was like Eddie Murphy is swearing a bunch and being Eddie Murphy because like Eddie, yeah. Eddie Murphy drew, you know, in his early career drew inspiration from Rudy Ray Moore and a lot of other people did. Rudy Ray Moore was considered the godfather of hip hop because his rhyming style that he, he did was blah, blah, blah. I'm not going to tell you any more about it because you should just go watch the fucking movie. Sure. Is um, it on Netflix? It is it's on a Netflix original, original, isn't it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I will gladly watch it again and again and again <laughs> and again and again and again. And I also watched Overlord this week too. I've been waiting. Overlord's to good. Watch that Overlord's. Really I had good. no idea. Number one, that Kurt Russell had a son with Goldie Hawn, um, mm-hmm. and that w- and that he was in Overlord, <laughs> and that I would like him as much as I like his dad because <laughs> he's like he's like if you took that like cocksure kind of you know smartass attitude out yeah. of anything Kurt Russell ever does, and he's just like a slightly more intense Kurt Russell. Like I would pick that guy to play Solid Snake. Ooh, I picked yeah. that guy to play Solid Snake. Check that out. Yeah, absolutely. Metal Gear. How about how about you, Dan? After enough badgering from my friends, I finally decided to play uh, Monster Hunter World. Oh yeah, because oh. they uh, they want me to be into it by the time that big Iceborne DLC comes out because mm-hmm. they're all super stoked on it. I mean, they like they got to Endgame long time ago. Sure, 
And, uh, of course, the first thing I did is I picked up the biggest, most technical weapon I could find in the game. <laughs> and uh, I was like, nope, this is it. This is my commitment. Like, this is what I'm doing. You know, this is my burden. Yeah. <laughs> You're a cross. Is care. it a cross? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> it is both a sword and shield that also turns into an axe. A yeah. sweel axe. But it has a mechanic that you can charge individual parts of it. Like, you can charge the to shield, charge Pokemon the sword, sword and, and charge everything else. Uh, so it's, there's a lot to it. It's a lot of fun. Uh, although I'm not as big into the game as I'd hoped I would be. Mm -hmm. I think I'm really spoiled by a lot of the quicker action games that I enjoy more. Yeah. Uh, I'm big into like Bloodborne and Devil May Cry. There's a whole (laughs) lot of tracking, uh, and, uh, uh, town nonsense in, uh, the Monster Hunter series. Monster Hunter is very slow. But it has always... I've always been intrigued by that universe and it's always been looked gorgeous and looked very interesting. Their monster designs are really cool. And Ooh, I've yeah. always loved larger than life battles mm-hmm. where whatever you're fighting is just way bigger than you. Like giant enemy crabs. <laughs> there was a, like in the painkiller games, all the bosses are like fucking several stories high. And those kinds of battles have always, you know, gotten me going. And so, but I never, like I have Monster Hunter World, I'll play with you. Yeah, dude. Um, it's but, uh, you mm. can go on like free roaming expeditions, and so I would say I, as much as I'm starting to enjoy it, it takes a lot of investment, and I would not enjoy it if I was playing it alone. Yeah, playing it with my friends is what's made it fun because right. it's hilarious to watch your friend get slapped across <laughs> the arena yeah. by something that's ten times their size. Yeah, but you can go on free roaming expeditions uh, instead of going on targeted hunts. Because uh, when you're grinding for a certain thing, you have to kill it over and over and over again yeah. to help you get the right parts. Yeah. And one of them is this really cool like cross between a flying squirrel and a snake. And it's got lightning-charged abilities. So it's quadrupedal, but it has scales. And uh, it just free wanders around these treetops. Mm-hmm. And they're That's not cool. all the creatures are immediately hostile when you encounter them. So I'm running around trying to find it. And I walk around the corner at the same time as it walks around the corner. <laughs> and I'm just face to face with these red eyes. And it just, it casually just walks right by you. But <laughs> I was just like, oh, for fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, I love that. That's fantastic. <laughs> yeah. But it is a cool game. Uh, I'm, I've gotten through a decent amount of it so far. Uh, there is there is some bad fights, though. There's Some of the story fights are fucking dumb. But yeah. for the I, most part, it's really cool. I, I don't have the patience for that game, unfortunately, Dude, as much as I want to. The One of the best things is that if you're fighting a big monster and another one shows up, they can start a turf war with each other. Oh, That's hell yeah. Cool. And you'll watch like uh, you'll watch one of them pick the other one up in its mouth and just slam it against the ground like 10 That's times and toss it yeah. across the arena. It's really cool. And there's, there's one monster that I can't remember. I think it's called Devil Joe. But it doesn't have a set spawn point. It invades your game. And it's just this creature that will fight anything. Even if it's 30 times stronger than it, it will show up. And it will just try and fight huh. it. And That's it's an cool. asshole creature. <laughs> like there's Devil it, Joe. And seriously, I wish that the pacing were better in, in that series in general. Because I would be 100% on board. Seems Absolutely. like a game that would be really fun to jump into the end game right away. And well, like, oh God. World, world, from what I've been told by my friends who've been playing a lot of other Monster Hunter games in their life, this is my first one. Yeah. They say it's a good one to start with. Okay. That's what I've heard as well. I've heard that there uh, were, it's probably the biggest change in the series was World. Yeah. 
Manster Hunter. I, I've never visited any of those games myself. But I know uh, that that and uh, that game is one that like single handedly when when they released it on the Vita. Uh, it was uh, the major thing yep. that kept the Vita afloat in Japan. My One of my friends shouted at me for years to get the Vita. He's like, I just want someone to fucking play Monster Hunter with me. <laughs> yeah. It's like, not going to do it. Sorry, I'm not buying the Vita just for one game. Like, I'm not it, gonna... was, <laughs> it was a big deal because Monster Hunter had historically only come out on Nintendo systems. Right. Mm-hmm. And it, so they jumped ship to Vita and it was one essentially the thing that kept the Vita afloat in Japan. Yep. And yeah. I uh, I'm pretty sure Brent had a Vita. I never did. I I wanted one for a while, but then it kind of the chip kind of sailed for me. Yeah, so. but yeah. Let's uh, I'll, let's play some time. I'll watch you I'll get beat to death. Yeah. Vita. I'll, I'll try it with you guys if you want. I I I would like to play with friends. You gotta have a squad. It's not fun if you're just playing in silence. Not for me. Like yeah. I would rather just play a single player ARPG instead if I'm gonna play alone. Yeah. But playing with your yeah. friends is the appeal for me. That's it. Sure. Mm. All right. Cool. Very cool. Very cool. Well, on that note, thank you everyone for watching and or listening. We'll see you in... Oh, wait. Something that we didn't... Oh, 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 oh. oh God. I was ready. It's Thanksgiving week. Oh, yeah. Oh. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Fist fight your uncle. Yeah. Fist uh, fight your uncle and be nice to people. It is your job to challenge your elders' uh, point, perspectives and, and uh, points of view and not excuse them because they come from a different era. But don't I be agree. too mean because it is Thanksgiving. You might ruin football. <laughs> Whatever, dude. You don't Chug get a, a bottle of whiskey. Fight your family. <laughs> fight the family dog. Fight the turkey. <laughs> Hashtag doob the boob. <laughs> you don't get a pass on being a racist just because it was okay when you were 10. Yeah. I agree with that. My grandma's not racist. But uh, my grandpa is. I, I to all of our... Uh, Viewers and listeners who uh, celebrate it, happy Thanksgiving. Start a fight with your family or don't. Hopefully you have a family like mine uh, where, uh, you know, you can all just kind of eat and enjoy each other's company and play music. Even if you don't celebrate it, just like hopefully you have the day off. Enjoy your day off. (laughs) Yeah, for real. And try not to do get too crazy on Black Friday. Uh, Don't go shopping on Black Friday because capitalism. Fuck you. Yeah. Yep. Uh, And on that note. Thank you for watching and for listening. We'll see you next week. Thanks, everybody. Bye-bye. Happy Thanksgiving. again.